Welcome to uh, the Business Spotlight series. My name is Gabriel Moore. I am a senior partner here at Action Coach Vanguard in Central Iowa. Today, I am privileged to have Matt Boner, the owner of Magic Matt's Cleaning, as my guest. How you doing, Matt? Excellent. How you doing, sir? Heck yeah, I'm doing great. We're going to be talking about uh, his business, uh, his journey to business ownership, his challenges, best practices, and share a peek into what it's really like to build and operate a business. If this is your first time on the channel, be sure to like and subscribe to get notifications when we drop new conversations just like this one. Matt, my man, welcome and thank you for being here today. Give me a brief overview of your background and tell us a little bit about your business. So my background, uh, you know, I grew up in central Iowa. I left central Iowa when I graduated high school. I went into the military, traveled the whole world. I was in the Air Force for six years. Um, I chased aviation money for many years after that, moved all over the country before I finally realized that central Iowa was exactly where I needed to be and wanted to be. I uh, chased some different jobs around here, here and there, never really liking what I was doing. Um, ran into the, uh, every time you start a new job, somebody looks at you like you're nothing because you're new and just kind of got tired of that scene. Um, once that happened, I, uh, I woke up one day and literally I woke up and told my now wife, um, I'm quitting my job today and I'm starting a business. I had no clue what I was going to do, no clue what we were going to start. So I got on, uh, got online and started figuring it out and decided we were going to start a cleaning company. And that was back in 2013. Oh, so, <laughs> so yeah, I know. Right. Time, man. So to set the stage for the viewers, uh, and or listeners, uh, depending on how you're uh, hearing this, um, what does uh what does your current ownership structure look like? Are you like the sole founder and owner, or are there outside investors? How does that look? No outside investors. I am the sole owner founder. Um, I actually my wife wasn't a hundred percent sold on it at the time. She highly questioned me a lot, so um, I was the only one to put my name on this uh, in the beginning. So I'm I'm still the sole owner, but uh, obviously she's a huge part of it. Yeah. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about what role you currently play in the business. Oh, so it's changing a little bit. Um, I typically, um, you know, I still do all the sales. Um, obviously the leadership roles that I take on with our people, with our cleaners and our managers. Um, but, uh, I still do some of the book work. I'm trying to slowly pass that on to one of our gals, but, uh, I mean, mainly just leadership. I'm still doing hundred percent of the sales for the most part. Um, and hopefully one day work myself out of that. Sure. Uh, when you look at your role, how many hours do you spend working in your business, like the job stuff? And how many do you say you work on the business, like strategy, planning, growth, et cetera? Sure. So, you know, in a typical day, I would say that um, I'm working on leads and phone calls and emails and, you know, running job leads, um, bidding jobs, I would say at least probably three to four hours a day. Um, okay. I spend still right now about an hour to two hours a day uh, teaching other people some of these roles that we can hopefully maybe start to pass on. Um, and then I would say working on the business at different things that I'm learning, um, you know, another couple hours. So it's just kind of, it kind of changes day by day. And, you know, depending on our schedule that day, 
Um, you know, it changes day to day for sure, but that's probably a pretty good average about what I'm doing now. No, that makes complete sense. And, and you, you gotta, I'm sure that you probably see the value in training other people for those roles um, so that you're not the one that's having to do them and you can step out and maybe absolutely something else. Absolutely. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on to, to what makes your business so special um, besides that absolutely amazing shirt. Uh, right. <laughs> who primarily, who primarily does your business serve? Like if I were the audience, how would I know if I was a good fit for your product or, or your service? Right. So we do, uh, we offer a few different categories of services. So we offer residential cleaning as well as like a commercial cleaning, like, uh, apartment hallways, clubhouses, um, oh. office buildings. Um, we also do air duct cleaning on commercial and residential side. And we do carpet cleaning the same. So our clients are kind of different in each one of those. Um, you know, uniquely about our businesses, we're kind of a one-stop shop. So, you know, uh, I would say a lot of our, our current clients and, and the majority of our clients are definitely professionals. Um, somebody who maybe runs a busy life, doesn't have time to clean, you know, and doesn't, you know, doesn't have to worry about that. Has us come in weekly, bi-weekly, monthly. Um, as for like the air duct cleaning, People who are, you know, uh, a little bit more uh, worried about the air that they're breathing, healthier people, um, sure. some of the older generation that's starting to think about that, you know, the, the, what am I breathing in or, you know, worried about their health a little bit more. And every I since can't COVID, even imagine what's in my air ducts. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, our son Blake does all of our air duct cleaning and carpet cleaning. And he, uh, he has some pretty cool stories of what he's found in there. Anything from children's toys um to uh you know mice dead mice and uh oh, yeah, just yeah. built from 80 year old homes that have never had it done because they're not cleaning oh, really my gosh oh. yeah yeah it's, <laughs> yeah that's we've got nasty. some pretty gruesome photos you know if you look on our facebook page and uh, other places that you can find us there's some good photos up oh wow oh man that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 you don't know what you don't know, right? I mean, it's, it's right. like out of sight, out of mind. If we're not mm -hmm. thinking about it, but we sure are breathing it in. Why am I so right. sick all the time? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, who, who primarily uh, does your business serve, uh, Matt? If I were, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just asked that. What makes your business unique? Why do your customers or clients choose you? So I think there's a couple reasons. I think, you know, I mentioned it a little bit ago. I think the fact that we're a one-stop shop. You know, people get comfortable with a company and it's treating them right and they want to continue to use them, that use them and trust them. Um, so, you know, somebody might come to us with air ducts and then, you know, they find out we do cleaning, carpet cleaning. All of a sudden, you know, we've, they've got, we've got three services that they'll need eventually sometime. Um, otherwise, like being convenience used, factor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I think <laughs> the other thing, and I know a lot of companies can say this and we truly stand behind it, but whether it's myself you know, Heather, my wife, um, any of our any of our people out there doing the work, people trust us. Uh, it's the it's the, um, you know, the personalization that you get with us. And not always will I be out there hopefully bidding the jobs, but I'm trying to transfer that down to every single person that's in our, you know, that's on our cruise. I want them to to treat our clients like their family. We truly want a family atmosphere out there. And I think our clients really respect that. Yeah, yeah, I do, too. I do, too. Um, how do your competitors compare with you? Well, um, again, it's a little bit different on each spectrum, each service that we do, but I would say in like the resident, in the cleaning aspect of it, um, we have, 
you know, a couple larger competitors that we deal with here locally, um, quite a few smaller ones or same size as we are. They might not do as much work, but I think people wise, we're pretty close. Um, You know, pricing wise, I think we're all pretty close, but I think the larger companies, they struggle with the turnover rate. And that's one thing that, you know, that's one thing that I guarantee my clients is we're going to have the same people in your home cleaning. You're going to get comfortable. You're going to get to know them. And again, it's that personalization. And I find it hard for the larger companies to do that just because, you know, they have that high turnover rate and kind of, we all deal with that nowadays, but um, I think it does have them struggle on that spectrum. As for like the air duct cleaning, you know, we just have a different process than a lot of others. Um, If you do your research um, there's companies that do it, you know, the old school way where they think you're going to pull up with this great big van and hook this great big vacuum up. And we do it a little bit newer, a little more traditional way now, um, you know, a little cleaner way. And, and you know, just we do things trade a little secret, bit. Different. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I got you. Trade secret. Yeah. I dig that. So you see, you were just let me back up just a second, because you were talking mm-hmm. about the, uh, um, the the comfortability with your clients and the employees that you put in there. And you were talking about the churn rate or turnover of employees. What what's your what's your strategy on that? What what is what makes it so good to work with, work for Magic Matt's cleaning? What's what's really good about that? Well, we really try to keep you know the atmosphere with our people um, as a true team. One, you know, I, we go over it all the time. You're only as strong as your weakest link, and that's true in so much things that you do in life and in business. Yeah. And truly, you know, if my if if a team member is constantly, you know, I'm just going to say angry, upset, maybe has something going on at home, they need to feel open that they can come to me and talk about that stuff. And not necessarily they don't have to tell me about their whole life, but let me know that something's going on so that we can address that issue. And right. I think the more that we do that, um, along with, you know, just, you know, making sure that, of course, we all get into jobs that we don't want to be in, but we're trying to take on jobs that they don't mind doing. You know, we don't want to get into some of those jobs where people just hate coming to work. Like if you hate coming to work, then maybe this isn't cleaning's not for you or air duct cleaning or whatnot, but right. uh, in our pay, we pay our people premium. Um, I think that uh, if I expect premium work out of them, then they deserve premium pay. Oh, love it. I absolutely love it. What's one thing you wish more people knew about your business? Um, as much as we try to get it out there so many times do I have clients come six months after we've been cleaning their houses or I might see them on Facebook saying, Hey, and by the way, we do window cleaning. This just happened. Um, we do. And, and we've always kind of done window cleaning, but we've just taken it a little bit to the next level. But I had a client, for example, the other day I saw her on Facebook and she was asking for referrals for windows. And uh, so we didn't do a very good job of letting everybody know, Hey, we do all these services. So a lot of times, you know, they're coming back. And so we're trying to get better at that and making sure that every one of our clients knows everything we do. Again, the comfortability, they already know that we're doing quality work out there. They want to call us back, but we got to let them know that we're there. So, Okay. This leads me to uh, marketing. It's one of our favorite things, right? It's uh, something, I think it's something that we know it's vital to every business out there. Often an area many business owners struggle with. Um, What's, What's the number one marketing strategy that's brought you the most business to Magic Maps? Since I've started tracking um, for the majority of this year, it has been Facebook by far. Um, We do some advertising on Facebook, not a lot. We do very minimal campaigns on Facebook. Um, I've gotten really good um, 
um, uh, advice of how to do some marketing stuff on Facebook. Um, and it's, it's working. We're seeing results. I mean, uh, you know, we've got lead sheets that we keep track of everything and in our computer system, keeping track. And I would say Facebook by far, um, word of mouth referrals. We're really working hard on referrals. Uh, we sure. started a referral program for not only our employees to make extra money by getting referrals, Heck but yeah. also to the clients, kicking money back to them or kicking them a percentage off the next thing that they do, you know, that they use us for. So we're really, we're really trying to get the referral process better. But I would say Facebook for marketing has been huge. And of course, we do use LinkedIn, um, a little bit of Google ads, but not a whole lot. Um, I okay. do have a lot of clients say they find us on Google. So we are rating, you know, rating pretty high on there and we've got some good reviews. So, okay. I had a recent, uh, I had a recent client, um, I'm sorry, not client, but, uh, interview with someone who said that they had, um, they had a lot of great experience from networking. How do you feel about that? Love it. So, uh, we are part of the chamber of Ames here. Um, we have a business group that we go to every Thursday morning, which is a, not only business owners, but people who are, you know, just out there trying to gain, uh, gain exposure. And, you know, like you said, so, yeah, I, I truly believe in it. It's probably that actually. So when we when you talk about that, that actually has probably helped Magic Matt's cleaning out the most in the last two years, being a part of different groups, getting out there, meeting people, which kind of in turn to one of your questions earlier is where one day I would like to focus my time on is literally just going out, meeting new people. Um, it's amazing what the public can do for you if you just get out there and speak to people. It's so wild, isn't it? Being a community yes. member, you know, being and and as a business owner, I think it's probably every business owner's goal to become the face of their business yes. in a sense of that's all they need to do is go out and just market their business so that the business will run itself without them. Absolutely. Um, just be a, a shining light for the business. Um, yeah. Uh, networking is uh, still to this day is one of the number one uh, ways to grow a business. Yes. And, you know, when you mentioned, uh, you know, talking about networking um, yeah. and just being a part of the community, that all goes into uh, giving back to the community, too. Not just yeah. not just, you know, producing for the company, because obviously we all have to work for a living. That's what we're here to do. But giving back is where you'll get so much more back into your company. Um, we do a lot of uh, we we donate a lot to different things uh, with uh, sponsored rodeos. We try to give to uh, different, um, uh, all kinds of different, there's so many that we try yeah. to give to. And I think that is just as important and really finding out about those things. I find out about most of the things that I'm involved with or can give back to through networking. Yes. Yeah. Givers gain, right, man. I mean, it's yep. uh, absolutely, yeah, it's um, you gotta, the secret to living is giving and, and you right. return tenfold. I love it. I love it. That's right. So, what approach have you taken to track your leads? Uh, do you do you have a CRM or a customer relations management program that you prefer? We do. I have. Um, so it's my first one that I've had. Um, it's called Thrive, and they, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into too much about them because I don't want to overstep sure. where you know what I maybe don't know. Uh, yeah. You don't, you don't know, but uh, it's worked well for us. It at least I can keep track of everybody. I can make notes in there, you know, I can, I can add tags to, you know, what they did that way I can send out promotions. Okay. Um, it just it keeps track of a lot of different things for me. It does help me post on social media. Um, they take care of my website for me. So there's a lot of, a lot of positive with thrive um, that I found. Um, I know okay. there's tons out there to, for people to try and use, but I, 
I really have enjoyed Thrive. And then uh, keeping track of leads, I literally still using paper sheets for when I take a phone call, kind of old school there, but uh, I've got it to where I can, I can fill those out. And then my gal can come in and she enters all that into, into our KPI system. And, uh, and then she, in turn, if we sell the job, she enters them into QuickBooks and, you know, on through the process. So. Outstanding. Outstanding. All right. Well, we spent a lot of time uh, focused on the business and sharing a few best practices uh, for the audience. I'd love to take a step back and dive into uh, your journey a bit more. Um, why why did you choose to go into business for yourself as opposed to choosing to work for someone else? I know you kind of talked, you kind of skimmed it sure. at the beginning. Mm -hmm. but, uh, what was that transition like for you? Um, scary. Um, I didn't, uh, I don't know that I had a lot of people on my side then. Um, making that decision, my parents and my wife's parents are, um, you know, they're, they're a little older school, you know, you go to work eight to five, nine to five and you, know, you come home and you come home and, you know, work before play and all those good quotes that we heard growing up. Um, they thought I was nuts, I think. And that was okay because that kind of drove me a little bit harder. Um, I know, uh, you know, Heather's dad, she, he owned a business for years and it actually, closed down because the economy went bad and uh, he's doing what he loves now again. But so he had that scarce in him and he was kind of putting that onto me a little bit. And um, I just jumped in, we dove in and you know how we started, we figured it out. You know, we just, we talked to people, we, we made phone calls and we slowly figured it out. And after, you know, what, 11 years now, I'm still figuring it out. It's um, it's, you a, know, it's, we, a yeah, it's a daily grind. I mean, you're learning every day and if you're not, then you're not gaining anything. And, you know, we back call then, that fail forward, Matt. Fail forward. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. And so back then, I think, you know, when we started, I mean, it was literally Heather and I. I mean, we went around town. We knocked doors. We just said, we'll do anything. I mean, we raked lead. We did everything we could. We'll all clean your gutters if you need me to, you know, just to start gaining clients and gain a little traction of something. And it's taken, you know, all this bit of time. And of course, I didn't have business groups to help. And I wasn't involved with the chamber. I think that was one of my major mistakes you know, if I could go back in time, what I would do first is I would have people on my side first from the very beginning. And I think we could have been 10 times what we are right now if, if we would have done it, you know, back then. So powerful words, man. Yeah, absolutely. As you uh, as you look back on the journey that you've had so far, uh, what are some of the uh, what's what's the most memorable roadblocks or mm -hmm. hurdle um, that you were challenged with or, or maybe forced to overcome? What was like the number one sure. for you there? I would say it's still kind of the same roadblock now a little bit. <clears throat> okay. You get, it's, so you get to the point where you're too busy, you know, because as you start off, you do the work. Then you get yeah. to the point you're too busy, so you want to hire somebody. And so do you have enough work to keep that person? You know, what do you, it's, there's a hurdle of always, you, you sit on that fence of, do I grow? Do I not? And I think, you know, everybody has their perception of what they feel is right. And that's okay because it's, you know, it's your business. You can do what you want. But I think until you have people from the outside looking in, letting you know, Hey, you need, you can take that next step. Like you're there. And I think having somebody push you over that edge a little bit, and it's scary. It's almost like starting over again. Right. But I think you just, you know, and that's been my biggest hurdle um, along with that is, pushing, uh, you know, some of the things that I do onto other people, um, you know, not, not pushing, but allowing other people to take on some of the things that I, that I probably should not be having to do. Uh, that's been difficult for me. Uh, we're slowly working on it. We're getting there piece by piece, but, 
Um, that's, that's difficult because you always think that nobody can do it better than me. But as I've learned, actually, some people probably do it much better than you. <laughs> and it might, and it might even be an advantage to have people yep. that are better than you. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we've got, uh, an action coach, we call, uh, we call things like that glass ceilings because you can mm -hmm. see through it. You can see through it, yep. but for whatever reason, you just can't get right. through it. Right. And so, um, you're, you, you got to figure out a way how to break that glass, how to punch yep. through it. And, uh, but it sounds like you've kind of punched through it a bunch of times, man, uh, in your business. Um, let's, let's, let's fast forward for a second. Let's, let's, uh, let's go forward in time. Uh, where are you, where do you see the business in the next say three to five years? Well, um, it's a tough question because as we're learning, um, you know, we're learning that we have the capability to grow. We have the, you know, we have the right people around us for sure. Um, a supporting us and B we've got the right employees right now, um, to help us grow. Um, we, we can actually grow quite a bit with our current crew. Um, you know, we can probably almost double what we're doing. And so to some people that might not make sense, they would go, well, what are they not busy? No, they're very busy, but I, but I know there's ways that we can be more efficient. And I know that there's ways that we're learning each and every day. Um, to do things differently. And I, so in three years, say, you know, um, I would like to be, you know, at, if we're talking size wise, I would like to be minimum two to three times what we're doing now. I'm learning so much so fast that it's, it's very, you know, it's overbearing for sure. But sometimes I just come in here, you know, in my office and just slow down and think, okay, um, you know, as you know, and I'm kind of going a little bit off topic, but like with goals, for example, uh, yeah. You know, I've learned that, you know, a lot of people set goals and then you never think of the steps to get there. Right. Everybody, you know, it's like that New Year's Eve thing. Oh, I'm going to lose weight this year. Well, have you down. ever, right. Have you ever broke it down and said, okay, day one, I need to start this. And they just look at that one goal. And if they don't hit it, then it's over. Nope. Just throw that goal out. And so we're trying to do these baby steps of let's set some small goals too, just for the next month or the next couple months. And let's slowly work on them. And here's how we're going to work on them over the next week or two. So all of that is going to help us grow for sure. Um, and again, the people around us. So I think three to five years, you know, I definitely want to be doing more of the, my face out in public, you know, a lot less selling, hopefully maybe have a sales team or a salesperson by then, um, you know, more machinery, maybe a couple more people and just, you know, just rising up and continue to serve our, serve our communities. I'm sure you're going to get there, brother. I'm sure you're going to get there. Thank you. We certainly covered a lot of in this conversation uh, today. For those who are watching, I highly encourage you to save this and uh, come back a few times for an additional watch. Uh, lots of uh, great nuggets. As we begin to wrap up, uh, Matt, I got a few rapid questions. These sure. are quick top of your head answers. Okay, so one to five words, maybe one sentence to answer, and that's it. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. All right. Let's do it. What is the key to success for you? The people around me. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. With power and community. What mm -hmm. is your one piece of advice for other business owners? Um, get involved with the community more. Great advice, man. Great advice. Tying that right back in. What's the one book you're reading now or have read most recently? Oh, it's not in here. Um. Well, one I did recently is the five, help me out. You're on, you're a book guy. Five dysfunctions of a team. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. Patrick Lencioni. That's a yes. great book. Yes. I don't like, I don't read a lot, but I do, I do. Uh, that's something that I'm changing. So slowly, but surely I'm changing that habit and learning that it's very important. That's awesome. If you had, if you had to choose only one area of your business, you could immediately improve tomorrow, improve tomorrow. What would it be? Um, probably honestly, my marketing. I wish I was better at marketing. Um, I definitely uh, need to look at, look at getting somebody who's better at that than me. Marketing for sure. I hear that. Before we get into the final question of the day, how can others learn more about you or your company? How can they get in contact? Yep. Uh, so you can reach out by phone call or text, which is, is it okay to get my number on here? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 515-509-1826. You can email me at Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W dot boner, B-O-H-N-E-R at yahoo.com. You can go to our Facebook page, Magic Mats Cleaning. Um, we're also on LinkedIn, Magic Mats Cleaning. Um, yeah, that's the majority of them, I believe. Okay. Oh, and we do have what? a TikTok too. Oh, what's up? TikTok, here we go. At Magic Mats Cleaning. <laughs> there you go, at Magic Mats Cleaning at TikTok. What is most inspiring to you today? Most inspiring? Hmm. You know, I that's there's so much on top of the head answer. Um, most inspiring is probably just our community, how much support that they give me back for the little things that we do. That's awesome. Matt, man, I really appreciate you. Um, Thanks for having me. Absolutely. As we wrap up, I want to say thank you. This has been an amazing spotlight on your journey as not just a business, but uh, as an owner as well. And I'm deeply grateful you allowed me to look under the hood with you, learn more about you and Magic Matt's Cleaning. I'm definitely looking forward to how you and your business take it to the next level. This has been Business Spotlight with Matt Boner with uh, Magic Matt's Cleaning and your host, me, Gabriel Moore. Matt, thanks again, man. Appreciate it, man. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thank you, sir.